Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Ooh, welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by SeatGeek. This is episode 395. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. 395. If if I was to ask the pain level of Braves fans from 0 to 10, I think they would answer a 395. <laughs> the 104-win Braves, done. Yikes. The 101-win Orioles, Yikes. done. The 100-win Dodgers, Yikes. swept, done. Whew. Insert Vince Carter, it's over, Jeff. Don't have to hear about. Well, we probably still will will hear about the structure of the postseason, but at least for now, we can just focus on the LCS. Yeah. Man, what a last couple of days it's been. Wild, absolutely wild. This, uh, I said it in the text with the with the group chat. I'm gonna stay on this. I I I I hope it gets better from here. Like it was so good. I d- I don't want that to be like the series we remember. I don't want to remember Braves Phils NLDS. Like I want it to continue to keep the fire. And I think the only way is that we have two very solid narratives. Very solid. Diamondbacks no one thought they would be here. No one. Nobody thought they had what it take, what it took. What? No, no, go ahead. I, I was you, just gonna say. I want to hear I your mean, other narrative, and then I'll, I'll. Well, share. I mean, with the Phillies, it's it's like you going against a juggernaut. You know what I mean? Going against one of the best offenses we've ever seen. I think there was hope that they, for a lot of you know Phillies fans, there's hope, but I, I think most people would have leaned Braves. And then you have the battle for Texas on the other side. So it's like, this is, I feel like it's cooking up. I feel like it's solid. I just, I need it to, I need them to show out. I need it to, I need it to not disappoint. You mentioned the bit about nobody thinking that the D-backs would be here. Um, I feel like we picked a pretty good year to kind of buy into the, the Arizona buzz a little bit back in March so. now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I think we both had them in the postseason. If we were to go back to March rankings, I think we might have had them in a wild card spot. Maybe. I don't know. No, it actually doesn't look like we did. But I no? mean we did we talked them up. I mean I'm it's it's on record. Like we yeah. were certainly we were uh, we were painting what they were priming. Well, they did it. I mean, they, I think they've looked the most impressive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it, it. I mean, we'll get to all these series, but just to your point, it's hard to to decipher how much of that was Arizona and how much of that was LA. And I'm not so trying to I'm not trying to it, discredit 
Arizona. No, no, no but, for sure. I mean, but I, my you're goodness. saying you're saying it could be like the Dodgers losing, not the Diamondbacks winning. Yeah, which is a weird thing to say, given they won a hundred games, and we we for the last month or two, I feel like we've been talking about the Dodgers and how this was seemingly a a, a punt year for the Dodgers, whatever that looks like for them, and I, I use quotations there. Because again, we go back to it. This was the year I feel like that they were they were kicking the can down the road in preparation for the Shohei sweepstakes. They yeah. win a hundred games. Then they get to the postseason and it's like, what happened? I mean, that was abysmal. But then on the yeah. flip side, you got the D backs who seemingly kicked it into gear a little bit. So maybe it's a maybe it's a mixture of both. I, I honestly don't know. Just clean baseball. Two teams um, in the NLCS have played very, very clean. Not, I'm not going to say like mistake free, but like we're not going to beat ourselves type baseball. Scale of one to 10. How do you like the LCS field just in terms of who's in it and the narratives that come with it? Uh, yeah, I mean. I think I think for the Rangers to really come on the map, we've talked about we talked about it all regular season. And I know they didn't manage to pull out the division. But like if we're going to talk about how a window is opening with Texas and how a window is somewhat like starting to fade and close with Houston, you'd think. This is what you have to do. You have to get through them. So I like that matchup. Um, I like the matchup of the Phillies and the Diamondbacks just because of how they've played this postseason. But when you look at the Diamondbacks, like they're not, they weren't that much of a home run team in the regular season, and that's all they've done. Um, I think they hit four home runs in one inning yesterday. So it's first like, team to do in the postseason. <laughs> what? That's insane. Um, Phillies with 11 this series in four games. So, like, you're you're just – you're getting two very hot teams. Uh, I'm excited for it. I think this is – I think it's solid. I mean, I, I – dream scenario would have liked to see the O's in there, I think. Um I'm kind of glad it's not the Twins as much as I don't like the Astros. Twins put up a good fight, but... No, I mean, you can say what you will about the Astros, but, I mean, people are going to watch whether they're yeah. watching as an Astros fan or as they're, hate, or, they're yeah. hate watching. Like, they're yeah. going to watch, and this streak or this run of seven straight ALCS appearances that they're on makes for a good narrative, regardless how many rings they come out of it with. It's... I mean, if it were, like, honestly, people would be lying through their teeth if they said, well, I would rather had Rangers twins. Nobody no. wants to watch that. No. Nobody wants to watch that. And even if the, the Astros didn't have the the baggage that I guess you can still attribute to them, even though the roster from 2017 is essentially non-existent at this point. There's still a couple guys on there, of course. But even if they didn't guys. 
Yeah. I mean, even if even if they didn't have that baggage, just the fact that it's an inner division, yeah, interstate matchup, I it's think it's got the juice. It has enough juice. And honestly, I could see I I mean, I didn't watch a bunch of Texas Houston games this year, but I would have to imagine that there's good potential there for things to get a little bit chippy. Yeah. Yeah. A lot at stake. You get the whole Texas narrative in, involved. I I like that matchup. I really do. I'm a little bummed that the only October weather we're going to get is in Philly. Yeah, but you're going to get October get, Philly baseball. Yeah. October Philly baseball is great, but I just, you know how it is, man. I love the cold weather, long sleeves, infielders blown on the hands to warm it up. Like, and we're not going to have that with the other series. We're not going to have it here in Phoenix. But that's all right. I like it. This is good matchups. I don't think too many people would have predicted this. Scale of one to 10. What are you, what are you putting it at? This field of four. Overall field. Overall field. And the narratives that come with it. I would say it's like a like a seven nine. Seven point nine. Okay. Yeah, that's that's right around where I was thinking. That seems yeah. fair. Yeah. Strong like, potential for some good uh good baseball. If you're uh, I think if you're a baseball fan and you and you just like if you're not super salty of your team just getting bounced recently, you're like us. Your teams have been out of it for a hot minute. This is good, good, good baseball. And I I just don't, I don't really have a dog in the fight too much. I know you've like adopted the Phillies. My Philly love is just from me, you know, wanting to go to the wildcard game. But outside of that, I'm, I'm just, I want to see good baseball. That's all I'm hoping for. I mean, the reality is when you look at the field, Three three out of the four teams are essentially new to the scene. And yeah, we can talk about the Phillies in 2022. But before that, like, what are we really talking about here? We're basically talking about three new teams to the scene plus right. the Astros. Yeah. So you take the Astros out of the mix, 75% of the field, this is like fresh new storyline baseball. And I'm, Honestly, I'm looking forward to it. Like, it's nice. Like I said, you get the you get the Texas matchup, which I think is just going to be good in and of itself. But yeah. then to your point with the Braves or with excuse me with the Phillies and the D-backs, like you, get, there's not really much of like a rivalry or narrative there. But yeah. you just got really good hot baseball right yeah. now. Yeah, like two teams that are meeting. I think at the perfect time. Yeah, yeah, two teams that like you said just got hot at the right time and. It's so rare for that to happen, I feel like, in the CS. I feel like when you get a hot team, it's like uh, they had a really good stretch at the end of the regular season. They fought their way in. They got through the wild card. And then maybe they gave it a good run in the DS but didn't get quite get there. This Diamondbacks team is for real, dude. Yeah. Like they're, they're real. They're here to do it. Yep. A, uh, a team, however, not here to do it seemingly MIA uh the Orioles let's talk about the the finish to this Orioles Rangers series and I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge the fact that I I think when I was running through my 104 100 
300 or no 104 101 100 win spiel there at the beginning i don't think i mentioned the dodgers got swept i didn't talk about the i didn't mention the o's yeah that's tough what happened dude i mean we saw it we saw the first two in baltimore but i think you and i were on the same page I, w- I didn't really give them much of a chance in game three. And for good no, reason. So they much. go out and lose, drop seven to one. Big time that's Nate just, dealing. That's just sad. Like, no, no, no fight. Just went out lame, limp. Yeah. Sorry. And the. The hard takeaway there is somebody kind of from the outside looking in as like not necessarily an O's fan, but just somebody who was really pulling for him. It's sad to see now that the narrative seemingly overnight after they dropped that game shifted back to, well, was this team early to the scene? It's like that. I I thought we were past that. I thought we were, we were through that checkpoint where we're talking about this team. Okay. They're like, for the next six, eight, ten years, this is the team we're we're looking at here. This is the team that's going to be a perennial threat coming out of the American League every yeah. year. But because they got swept by a say what you will, like lukewarm Rangers team, like not necessarily hot by any stretch, it just really kind of flipped a script. I feel like after that that sweep and it's i mean it sucks for the o's man because they put up say what you will about their performance in the postseason but they put up a heck of a year yeah i don't think you can use the like early to the scene narrative when you're a hundred win you know what i mean like when you're a hundred win division winner that's not allowed yeah Um, it's not a fluke no Trying to find freaking app. Where are we at? What what day is it? The twelfth. Thursday the twelfth. So that finished up Tuesday, right? Uh Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday night, game three. So you had seven, eleven, and three. So you're telling me. 21 runs in three games is just lukewarm. I feel like the Rangers need a little bit more respect. Or are you saying coming into the postseason? I'm saying coming into that because, like, <laughs> nobody n- nobody was paying any attention to the race. I don't care. Uh, like, no. After, after game one starts and you see the turnout, I'm like, okay, the – I'm fully disregarding this team. So I didn't really give them much of a chance. Sure. Good good team didn't give much of a chance. So I don't I don't necessarily view that as a bump in my opinion on them coming into the series. I still think compared to a team like the Phillies like um I don't I mean the D-backs, yeah. I mean, honestly, the two teams coming out of the NL, 
I feel like are, are two teams I would label as hot. I just, I don't, I think the Rangers are a little more lukewarm coming into the, the DS. I don't know, man. I, I, I see what you're saying just because, and you kind of using that conversation with like the Dodgers, how much of it is, I know the games are at, I mean, the Rangers put up a ton of runs, but how much of it is like the O's just kind of flopping. This was a bit of a flop. It was. There's no denying that. That is just a fact. If you watch the games, like you can you, analyze the box scores all you want and the advanced analytics, I, whatever. If you watch the games, you just know that this was, and we talked about it, this was not the same O's team. No. It just wasn't that we saw through September. So you're right. It kind of begs the question, like how much of this was Texas and how much of this was Baltimore? I mean, it doesn't help that, like I mentioned, you got big game Nate just dealing seven, seven innings deep, one earned run on five hits, seven Ks. I mean, even if you did figure it out after game two, you made some overnight adjustments. I, it wasn't going to carry you very far against Ivaldi, And that's what I said. I said the start prior to that was all I needed to know that he was fine. Because like we said, that stint after the, the IL, he was a little shaky. But the calendar flipped. I said, we're, we're good to go. I didn't have many doubts about him coming into game three. And I mean, he just shoved it, dude. Like he just shoved and that's not if you're the O's trying to scratch and claw. That's not the buzzsaw that you're, yeah, looking to run into. Right. Um, yeah, Dean Kramer on the bump. Like, how much are you gonna? You know, he gave up a couple early, didn't he? I mean, he gave up six in total. He only yeah. made it an inning and two thirds. All right, so yeah, that's a couple for sure. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's a few. Man. Just I don't know, just flat, dude. It felt it felt like it was lost on Sunday. Why even go down to Texas? I mean, a I feel like a common observation after game two or after game three, looking back, hindsight, I think the series was lost with that grand slam. Yep. I think that's what did yep. him in. Yeah. Because it yeah, if you're the O's, the least you could do if that Grand Slam doesn't happen, you can say, "Well, we kept it close. We we scratched and clawed our way back into this. Mm -hmm. We kept it close for Game Two. Let's make some adjustments heading to Texas. Figure out a way to win Game Three. We'll push it to Game Four. You give up that Grand Slam. There's no the morale is shot, dude. There's nothing left to to cling on to at that point. I'm gonna ask a difficult question, and it's not necessarily because I feel a certain way or not. I'm just curious. Is Brandon Hyde the guy? Are, are you asking this, like, is he the guy moving forward? Like, is he the guy that's going to get them to the top of the mountain? I mean, I think we would be contradicting ourselves if we gave him all the praise that we did saying we're glad that this guy is 
is getting the opportunity after waiting it out for those right. multiple hundred law seasons. Right. I think it's a little premature to jump the gun on that, saying right. maybe he's not the guy. I'm just, um, just going to start it because that, a, hey, I think that question has to start soon. Hey, it's it's a valid it's a valid conversation to be had. I just think it's a little early to have it. But That's fair. to your point, somebody has to start it. So have it be on record that Nate has <laughs> yeah. presented that. I'm just curious to the public. That's all. Just curious. Look, and this is coming from a fan that understands what it's like to have a window possibly open. The good young core and not be able to get over the hump. And then that window kind of gets closed and that opportunity is wasted. That chapter is wasted. It's all I'm worried about. I did. Did you get that little update that apparently Adley just like didn't move and stared at celebrations the entire time? Dude, I can I just go on record and say I'm done. Like I'm tired of the Stefan Diggs. Like it's it's so overused, dude. It's almost as if these like social media and videography teams tell players like in the ninth inning, hey, we need some hype material for next season's opening video and to be reused in next year's postseason, should we make it? We're gonna need you to just stay put. It's so, like it's so I like it. washed. I like it. I like it specifically because of the age. I think it's one thing if you have gotten a ring before, you've made it all the way through. I think if I'm an O's fan, if there's like a silver lining to try and find from this, it is that it happened right away. These boys are going to be hungry for a while. And they're going to be motivated for a while. You know what I mean? Like you're not getting super early. You're not getting spoiled with super massive success early in the careers. It is something like, hey, you almost did it, but you weren't good enough. We know this team is going to be a problem moving forward. I think they know that they're going to be a problem moving forward. They're going to be good. They're going to continue to be in the race. I think this is a good thing. It's it's fuel inside you i don't know if it's you know what you're saying like i'm gonna be on the dvd of next year i'm i don't want to see like we kept receipts bs on tiktok next year i want to see i'm gonna remember that hurt and i'm gonna remember how hard it is that we fought to get here and it still wasn't enough so we need more absolutely so i'm fully on board with that yeah so i'm I'm excited to see what they're gonna do I think it for me it just hits a little differently being in the the industry like that I work in where like social media is literally my job and I yeah, see I just feel like that. I see this crap and like the corniness of it I'm just like I wish I could have the perspective that you have about it where it's like I still like that I want yeah. that to be used as legitimate fuel but I just I feel like my view on it is has become so tainted because I I see that stuff all the time it's just like, we need to find a different angle. It's fair. All this to say, though, a lot of talk on the O's, not to take away from anything that the Rangers have did, a heck of a series. Uh, the first team to sweep the O's in the Adley-Rutchman era. 
Yeah, that's crazy. Which is insane. We've we've had some weird. Leave it for the postseason to get get some new bingo card stuff going. Braves getting shut out for the first time at home. And uh, and yeah, O's getting their first sweep or getting like swept. Different for the first records time. being set, walks, back to back multi homer game, just yeah, weird stuff, stuff that you just wouldn't think would be happening for the first time. I like just it. a that's the beauty of baseball, man. New sure stuff is. happens every day. Sure, Gotta is. Love it. this Rangers though, this Rangers offense ain't no joke. Deep is not a joke. And I know we're about to get into it, but. The Astros had to fight to get through the Twins. The Twins were no no laydown chumps. I know it still ended in four, but I think the Twins played well. Hey, good for the Twins, man. I'm like, I'm with you, dude. Like I'm impressed. I'm uh, uh turning a new leaf for the Twins. I think possibly in 2024. Maybe so the too. maybe the 2024 Twins will be. My my angels. Maybe. Royce Lewis. Hopefully is with real. a little the what? Royce Lewis is the is the dude. He's yeah. For sure. Would have loved for him to have that moment there. I think it was the ninth. I think was it tie and run? No. That had been a walk off? I think he ended the game. He was like the second out in the ninth or something. Would have loved for that for him, but I mean he he gave you as many moments as I think he could have th- down the stretch, but bright, bright future for the twins. I think, yeah. I, I think not the even word healthy you, either. Use is right. Impressed. Royce wasn't even healthy. I mean, he Look had Buxton getting his first AB like in, what was it? The eighth yeah. of the whole postseason, or just like the, the That's run tough. down the stretch. Not good, but, I, I am impressed. I think it's a tough ball club. I, you know, spent a long time hating Correa. The hate is still going to be there. It's probably going to be there forever. But I have to respect the fact that he is a, a winner. I mean, he's, and he's a hard worker. And he's a motivator. And he's a leader. And you can't argue those things. And I, I think you got to give him, you got to show him a lot of love for what the Twins were able to do this year. And, the mentality and um, it's hard to create a winning culture, I think. And so that's something where if he does stick around there and teach those guys that this is how we do it, uh, you could see, you could see Minnesota back here next year. It's an easy division. All right. So you presented to me a difficult question. Can I present to you a difficult question? Oh boy. Sure. Do you think missing out on the ALCS at the hands of his former ball club like actually stung? Because with as much crap as we gave him for seemingly choosing the money over a winning ball club when he decided on the on the twins the first time around, of course. I I gotta think that. Regardless how people feel about Correa, I gotta think that this one stung. I, like I, th- I think he does care. Like as again, as much crap as we give him, I think, I think this hits. Mm-hmm. This hits hard. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I would say so. And it's it's like 
Jeremy Pena is is I don't I don't numbers wise I have no idea how he did, but like he he's the real deal. He's he's their shortstop for a long time moving forward, so that's kind of hurt a little bit. I don't I don't know if it would have been weirder if it happened in Houston or not, but I think it's got to hurt. I think it's got to hurt. He I'd like to see that guy like get back to normal health. I'm tired of him. That's the thing that bugs me about him is like the the confidence and the swagger that's there when you're hitting 240 and with like 18 home runs on the year or whatever he had. I mean, just not good enough numbers to be carrying yourself the way you do. I need better numbers. If you're going to walk and talk and act like a star, I need numbers. Yeah, like give us a legitimate reason to dislike you as a player. Like the right, the be so good that I hate you. Yeah, that's all we're asking. I mean, he hit four oh nine, had three doubles and four ribbies in the series. So like, certainly did his part for sure. Certainly showed up. Uh, There's more you can say than uh, a lot of these other names that um, seemingly disappeared for the the division series. But that's I mean, like we were talking. Give this team credit. Pablo looked really good. Sonny Gray, disappointing. I told you he had that in him, by the way. No one really believed me, but Sonny Gray has that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got yeah. that wet that wet napkin, weird little just about him that's in there somewhere. Sonny Gray's a wet napkin. I told you. And every now and then it, it pokes its head. Yep. <laughs> you think that's a good start, and you're like, this is him. No, it's not. He still has that <laughs> other side. He's going to bite you. This is him. No, it's not. <laughs> um, hey, for real though, shout out to, uh, shout out to, I don't want to say the back end of the rotation, but you know, the guys that pulled up the rear in this series, Christian Javier, Jose Arquiti, uh, Javier in game three. I mean, albeit he had some, some room to work with. He went five innings deep, only allowed one hit, no runs, nine Ks. Had five walks, a little bit, a little bit control issue there, but uh, Urquidy for the Astros in Game Four went five and two thirds, three hits, two earned runs, six Ks, and a walk. Yeah, that's solid. You gotta like your chances when you're on the bump going up against a team throwing a bullpen game, which is mm-hmm. what the Twins did in Game Four. But that's ridiculous, by the way. Yeah, I. I mean, I keep seeing these stats on the broadcast where it's like when a team's starting pitcher goes six, seven plus, their record is such and such and such and such. And it's always just off the charts. So it's like, at what point do we recognize that? I don't know, maybe having starting uh, effective starting pitching or at least a singular guy that you can roll out there and hope that he can give you more than an inning and a third yeah. before you go to the the next guy in the pen, maybe that has some value. Maybe that has some value. I don't know. That's just me. Well, I think my big takeaway, I will say, is probably going with um, some dudes that showed up in game four for the Astros. Going against... Texas going against the Rangers, you have to have all your guys working. You have to have all your guys going. 
offensively. You, it can't just be the Altuve, Jordan show and Tucker show. It has to be those secondary guys. So the fact that Jose Abreu did his thing, Michael Brantley did his thing, those that you need production from those guys. You need five of these guys to be doing it and doing it well and going at the same time in order to match up with what the Rangers have been doing. Remind me what Abreu, do you have the stats pulled up? What did Abreu do in game four? Because game three, he had two, he had, had two bombs. Yeah, right? had another one in game four. That's what I'm saying. Had another oh, one in game okay. four, yeah, yeah. a couple ribs, Brantley with a solo shot. Like you, that's, those are the guys that, you know, I think when you're like, you put lineup next to lineup and you can kind of just like cancel guys out. You know what I mean? Like Seager cancels out your Dawn and like, you just go along those lines. I think the depth of the Rangers right now is, is greater, is a little scarier. Um, but I, I'm still waiting to see how, how that pitching is going to really be able to hold on. <sighs> Talking about pitching, I'll tell you a team that did not have it. And that's the, uh, it's the Los Angeles Dodgers. Ugh. As we mentioned, four home runs in a single inning for the D-backs coming off acquisition, Lance Lynn. Yeah, that probably wasn't the dream scenario when you acquired him. Hey, season's on the line. You're our guy. No, but like to Dave Roberts' credit, and we'll, golly, we'll get into that. Uh, he said, I mean, he was through what, two innings at that point? And he was cruising. Like he was, he was, he looked fine. And Dave Roberts said, like, there, look, there was no reason to, to anticipate something. I mean, literally, it was the first time it had ever happened in the postseason. No, so I, I'm not blaming you certainly can't, that. It's just, can't it's the scenario. That. It's a, it's a, you're going home. And Lance Lynn is the guy. That's who you're throwing out there. This is a tough pill to swallow because they don't yeah, but, have anybody else. Like, they, right. That's this the is thing. just a crazy year. And yeah. I think, um, like we got a couple Dodgers fans in the office and I was talking to them and they were just like, what, this is what we knew. Like we knew this was going to happen. And Kershaw, I mean, we, I'm going to try and support Kershaw as much as I can, but that set the tone, set the tone. That's your hero. That's your guy. You get smacked. Right in the face, right away. Yeah, but that goes back to my point that I brought up where I'm like, because it's Kershaw, like, yeah, it's it's a tough pill to swallow no matter which way you cut it. But, like, if it was anybody else, I feel like that's a tougher pill to swallow. But because it's the guy that seemingly has time and time again let you down, like I said, he's had his moments for sure where he's been able to figure it out. That's the thing, though. It shouldn't have come as a surprise, is what I'm saying. So, like, you no, almost have to fine. anticipate that. Possibly, but when you say that the the Mitch Garver Grand Slam for the Rangers ended the O's series in their season, this series ended in the first inning. 
the very first inning that Kershaw was on the bump, this series was over. You have no pitching. Kershaw has to be Hall of Fame status for you to have any hope. And yeah, you may have been expecting it if you're a Dodger fan, but that was the RIP moment. There was nothing. There was no fight from anyone after that. Flip over on the other side of the ball, and it's like, (laughs) Freddie and Mookie, one for what? 20? 21? Uh, Freddie and Mookie, one for 21, no home runs. On the flip side, you have Corbin Carroll, Seven for 17 with two bombs. Yeah. And that's just one guy. Yeah. Stud. Stud. Hopped in the pool with the phone. Did you see that? I did see that. Did Power you? move. I mean, when you're making the kind of money he's I got making, big money. Can, yeah. You can afford that. Yeah. Got big money. Yeah. Um. Yo, shout out. Hold on. Shout out real quick to your guy, Brandon Fat, man. P Fat. I mean, that's show. I mean, if if what you said is true, and I, I guess I can come around to that line of thinking that the series was over in the first immediately. Inning. If that's if that logic is true, like if that if that point is true, I still got to give credit to P Fat, our guy. For at least doing his part to put the nail in the coffin, mm-hmm. because that—I mean—that's a—that's a strong showing. Yeah. I saw, I saw guys on Twitter replying to the D-backs post, being like, "Just snagged a, a PFAT jersey, yeah, for this game alone." And yeah. I'm like, you know, I mean, you got to tip your cap. Even like I said, even if the series was over, it's nice to have a guy go out there and and reassure you that yeah oh yeah let's let's just put this thing to bed and that's what yeah. he did he went four and a third only allowed two hits no runs no walks and two k's shout out p four and Fat. a third they're saving bullets a lot of a lot of diamondbacks guys save bullets it just it feels like they're getting to this stage in the nlcs where it's like they hadn't taken too many punches. There haven't been too many blows. You know what I mean? They got to feel pretty good. Um, on the Dodger side, I I got to be honest. I can't help but feel a like a mid two thousands Yankees vibe. I can't help but feel it. Explain. When you're talking about yes, like the expectation of of stars being added, and then you're watching a season end with a Kike Hernandez, Chris Taylor, just guys that are, I don't, I don't know. It just, it it didn't seem like a fully complete team. And the philosophy that I, you know, grew up watching with the Yankees is just like, let's just go get stars. Let's just go get stars over and over again. And the cohesiveness just wasn't there. Cohesion, cohesiveness, cohesion. Let's go with cohesion. Yep. It's just it wasn't there. It just it didn't didn't go. Stars didn't show up. It's fine. It's just like I don't know. I, I think we're gonna go ten years down the road and you're gonna look back at this Dodgers team and been like, that's who you were relying on. And it just you know, Miguel Rojas. It's like 
what what are that's they doing? What I, that's what is, I was saying. And I don't this, know if this I've, should have been an 80, 87 win that's, team. It's exactly what I, I've been saying. And I may not have like verbalized this in so many words, but that's kind of what I've been thinking this whole year. It's like, like I, like I said, and like I've been saying, in my, from my point of view, I thought this was a punt year for them, but they just keep winning and winning and winning. And then you're yeah. like, okay, I guess we just accept the Dodger narrative and recognize that they're going to figure out a way to win regardless, punt year or not. And then they get swept, and then you're like, okay, this makes more sense. Like, granted, it was at the hands yeah. of the D-backs, which you you could kind of go either way on. But when it happened, I'm like, okay, we can finally slow this train down a little bit because there yeah. for a minute, I'm like, Okay, what is this Dodgers team actually capable of doing? Because they just won a hundred games. It's just it's hard to call a hundred win team a pretender, and that's what they were. They're a pretender. I feel like that's got to be such a rarity, though. To, yeah. To look at a hundred, uh, how do you do that? I don't know. I do not know. Um, but Otani isn't going to fix everything. You know what I mean? Like they're going to have no. to. They're going to have to fill in other other cracks. Which they had, they're capable of doing. There's always someone that comes up from the farm, you know, just like James Outman this year. You know, some yeah, nobody I mean, the young prospect guys, that no one knows shows up and does their thing. That's just what the Dodgers do. The young guys we saw in the bump this year will be hopefully that much better next year. So, I mean, the, they'll be all right. But yeah, just recognize yeah. that Shohei won't fix everything. Yeah. You get Bueller back. Oh. I mean, that rotation, you start to have conversations when, like, Kershaw is, like, your fourth starter. I know if he even recency, comes back. Yeah, the recency <laughs> of it is just, like, ugh. But overall, like, Kershaw had a good year. No, I you disagree. Four. I d- you're looking at you the recency. You think he's done, done? No, no, no. I'm saying you're looking at the recency of just his last outing. I'm looking at the recency of this full year, and I'm sitting there. Go- uh, I'm sitting there going, "There's no way he doesn't come back next year, right?" I mean, yeah. There's just th- no way. But that's that's what I'm saying is that you're getting restocked. If you do get Otani, you have him or Walker Bueller at the A spot. Bobby Miller looks like the real deal. You get Tony Gonsolin back for real. I know he came back this year, but like I don't, I don't think that was fully him. You give him a full off season, healthy spring training. That's a, that's a rotation. That's a real deal rotation. You'd have to, you'd have to find a way to plug the hole. Maybe you did that, or or maybe it will prove to be that with one of the guys, one of the young guys that we saw this year going into next year. But you have to, you have to account for Arias not being there. Mm. So that yeah, I'm not at all. Yeah, he's gone. So that if you do get Shohei, it feels like an actual addition, and it's right. not just a a a better arm than Arias, mm-hmm. but you need it to feel like an actual like oh wow, we just upgraded our rotation like for mm-hmm. real, not just like well we're we don't have Arias coming into this year, we got Shohei. And and if you, yeah, well, here's the other thought to it is that if you do bring in Shohei, you have to go six man rotation. True. Yeah. So, 
and you watch teams like I don't know I didn't follow it like enough to know what the plan was or why it happened or if there was a ton of struggle but like the Phillies getting Lorenzen and then the last few weeks him being in the bullpen and now we're seeing him in the bullpen it's yeah that's just interesting when you have like a, a super deep rotation that you can slide guys in a bullpen role in the postseason. Um, because you will have these anomaly starts where it's just like, hey, our two guy out of the rotation just went two and a third. We got to fill in these innings. So the key is having those guys adapt well to that position, like a Lorenzen. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. You need him. That, Those that's are unique, a key. Unique guys that can do that. Uh, uh, yeah. Close closing up here on on Dodgers D backs. Again, I, I unfortunately I feel like we're focusing <clears throat> on the team that <clears throat> lost and not the team that actually did the sweeping. I think we're just saying goodbye. That's all. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> did you see Magic Johnson's tweet today? That was the dumbest thing I've ever read. Did you, Magic Johnson like on athlete. Twitter. What is that? We're, we're all disappointed that our Dodgers didn't hit or pitch well. That's why we lost the series to the Diamondbacks. Apt analysis, Robert. Duh. Apt. What are you doing? Thanks, Magic. Appreciate you. You're not just some random rich guy. Yeah, come on, dude. You've been I I don't know your full backstory on baseball, but like Nate said, you're an athlete. Come on, you're better than that. Yeah. My that's not why they lost the series to the Diamondbacks. It's not. The reason they lost to the Diamondbacks, I discovered, and this maybe flew under the radar for some people because I I did a little digging and I didn't see many I didn't see much commentary on this. But if you're listening to the broadcast in game 3, Lauren Shahadi, I believe they cut to her at one point as a, as one of the Indians was getting started. And she was talking about and I'm as as per usual, I'm paraphrasing, but she said something to effect that in her conversation with Dave Roberts or that she was reporting on what Dave Roberts said generally to somebody else. I don't know, but that Dave Roberts mindset and approach for how he was handling his pitching staff and his pen, which he's mm-hmm. been known to really struggle with those decisions. Yeah, is that he was looking beyond game three he said that i can't just worry about this game i have to i have to make these decisions with games beyond game game three in mind and right there right there is when i knew the series was over yeah yeah kershaw blow (laughs) getting blown up in the first inning game one you could say the series was over there when i heard that i said if that's how he went about this game in a must win game yeah it's over you can't you no. can't worry about the next game because now there is no next game. You have to figure out a way to win the game that's right in front of you. Winning teams And I can't believe I'm having to mentality. say that. I'm not a major league manager, but I can't I feel like this is so elementary like I yeah. this not that's not your focus. No. What are we doing? I I don't understand. Like I said, like winning teams don't have that mentality. It's the it's the cliche quote that we always get. Just worried about today. All we're worried about is today. 
not worried about tomorrow. And he's saying the opposite. And then gets swept. <sighs> That's all you need to know right there. And just for the record, even if they would have won that game, I still would be making the same argument. I That's not a good no. philosophy to adapt. That's not a good approach to yeah. go into a game with. And especially if you verbalize that to the guys around you, that doesn't really give them much of a boost in that moment right then and there. You're going, okay, well, you're kind of, you're, you're kind of disengaged from what's going on right now. You're looking at ahead. Yeah. You're looking ahead at a game that may not even happen. And it didn't. I think I'm putting him in the wet napkin club too. Him and Sonny I, Gray. I, I look, I've come to the defense of Dave Roberts before, but it with each year that they just continue to fold, and I know this year, like I said, it it wasn't they. I I don't fully believe they were going fully in on this year, despite winning 100 yeah. games. I don't think this was a, a fully locked and loaded Dodgers team. Even with that, just that com- combined with some of the decisions he makes with the pen, I'm I'm starting to to be more out. Mm-hmm. on Dave Roberts with every passing year. And like he's going to yeah. need to do something to change. And it's not just for me. I'm not unique in that regard. Like a lot of Dodgers fans, a lot of baseball fans are like have these same questions. Like why Yeah. Why is that the way you're going about this, Dave? I think if Dave was able to find himself in a Ron Washington role somewhere else, I think he could be loved. Put him as a first base coach, excellent base stealer as a player. Knows what he's talking about. Get him out of the spotlight a little bit. I mean, Ron Washington did blow and got fired for multiple jobs, and now he's loved. So it's like <laughs> you can you can save yourself a little bit, but I don't think Dave Roberts is the manager moving forward for the Dodgers. It's I don't just, think Dave Roberts did blow. That, yeah. I'm not going to say he should, but I will say that he needs to Slide into a, a different a different role, and uh, and move move along. I I would seriously consider that because if you do manage to to lock down Otani, I think it's time to just open up an entirely new chapter and and get somebody else in there. Last thing I'll say, Dave, your team never had a lead in this series. Looking ahead to game four probably wasn't the way to go. No. And so with that, we say our final goodbyes to the 2023 Los Angeles Dodgers. Moving along, the series, I think, that received the most attention, and for good reason, I, w- I really wish this could have gone seven. I think I think we deserve that as baseball fans. Yeah. And it... It begs the question, should because I saw I saw a bunch of different proposals for restructuring the postseason, which at this point doesn't matter because I saw the report that came out today and said that Manfred is fine with the way the postseason yeah, of course is now. Is. I saw a proposal out there today. I think I tweeted it or reposted it. That what if we went back to a one game wild card? And then seven, seven, seven. And then seven in the DS. Yeah. Because I needed seven of this Phillies Brave series. I needed it. I know. 
it would have been tough on the, the it would have been tough on the heart and the the blood pressure but and like jokes aside as i'm sitting here wearing a powder blue jersey i don't really have a dog in the fight and i was stressed at points in this series and yeah. i don't even have a legitimate dog in the fight yeah so like i can't even ima- i can't fathom what phillies and braves fans are going through or went through this series that that was that was good baseball and i think that's why there's probably some diamondbacks fans out there that are like all right that was your world series but i don't know i think the the vets of the phillies have the ability to to turn the page and, and keep going i want you to say it nate say it with your chest was that the d-backs world series you're saying that no i'm saying the phillies you're saying you said the fans of the D-backs. You were saying that was their World Series. You said the D-backs. No, I'm saying the fans of the D-backs are probably wondering if the Phillies Braves, if that was their World Series, as if the Phillies just won their World Series, their most important series, beating the Braves, over overcoming that mountain, beating you know one of the best offenses we've ever seen. Was that their? Was that Phillies World Series? And I think Diamondbacks fans are probably excited because it's like there's going to be a hangover. There has to be a hangover after. So you're after saying there's going to be a little a bit of a letdown. Like I think so. I would probably give D backs game one. I would probably give it to him. Just saying. But I think, I mean, at this point, are we coming out with predictions? I couldn't well, be let's, more let's, wrong. Let's get to the series. No, no, let's get to this. Well, that was on. First of all, I need to clear the air there. That was on me. I, you were in the car with me. We were driving to Baltimore for Game One, and I was like, "Oh crap! I forgot to put out the graphic," which I yeah. always do, just yeah. so we can like have it on record. I mean, it's still technically on record because it was on the pod, but I don't remember crap. it. I think this Phillies one is the only one we got right. Phillies and four. I don't. Maybe other people go about this differently. I don't I don't care about the in how many games thing. I just want the I just want the outcome right. And I don't remember I don't remember see it's hard though because we update it halfway through the series. So I I don't remember what we say like going into the series. I don't remember how right or wrong we were. Uh, but we need to be anyway, more organized I, next year, I think. Safe to say we did have this uh Phillies one done. And what did I say? I said I I said last month. Maybe even the month before. I said Sharpie. Put him in the World Series. Mm. I said spare me the Braves. Spare me the Dodgers. Thinking mm-hmm. that they have to actually worry about the Dodgers. Not to be. It's true. You Handle the Braves it. in four. Dude, I mean, come on. When are people going to wake up and realize that this Phillies team is for real? Yeah. When can we officially put the Bryce isn't clutch narrative to bed? And before you say that's not an actual narrative, just do a quick search. You'll see it's still very much alive, or it was alive up until last night or two nights ago, if you're listening to this on Friday. What moment you're referring to, it's right behind you for those folks on YouTube. Yeah, how about that? How about that? Check it out. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. If you're not watching on YouTube, get on YouTube. Get on YouTube. Go check it out. How about that, dude? Like less than 24 hours. It had been. It's a nice, 
Where'd you, did you print that at home? It had been maybe 12 hours, 12, 14 hours before this thing was hitting the, the freaking printer. And now it's on, it's on the shelf. How long it stays there? I don't know. I don't want to be blocking Cal's Weedy Box for too long, but... It's a cold picture. Dude, I mean, photo of the year for me. I would challenge you to see if you can get that mailed in. Get it signed. I was thinking about that. If there is any way... Wait for it. I could get that done. Wait for it, yeah. Send it in. I would do it. Uh, game three. The game in which this moment behind me took place. Uh, Aaron Nola came out and shoved. Phillies win 10-2. Nola went five and two-thirds. Six hits, two runs, nine Ks, only one walk. Bryce Elder, on the other hand, uh, two and two-thirds, five <coughs> hits, six, six earned runs, four Ks, and a walk. The man of the the man of the hour, Bryce Harper, three run homer and a solo bomb. Let's uh, let's go ahead and talk about it because everybody else is talking about it. The stare down of Orlando Arcia, and I know it doesn't. It's not as spicy now that the series is over, but it's still worth talking about. In the moment, I'll just say this: we were at the gym, and they. They had the game up on the TV, so I was good. It wasn't like I was missing anything. I was just sitting. I was on the treadmill, doing my run, hating every minute of it, but I was watching the game. And I'm not kidding, dude. When I saw when I saw the fr- the first home run, I got. I know I'm all I'm a I'm a self admitted Harper Homer. I, we're 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 past that at this point. But I saw the first home run, and I'm like, oh. Chills, dude. I'm getting chills. Second time around, I I out loud started laughing when it happened. He hit the second one. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I saw the highlight where they showed his lap around the bag and showed the stare down. It wasn't until that moment that I decided that I decided to crank the treadmill up because I was like, I'm oh, so gassed up. I'm so juiced right now, <laughs> and I was loving every. I turned into the the biggest Phillies honk in that in that very moment. And I, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm but trying I mean, to picture you going from like a 2.3 on the treadmill to like a 3.6. <laughs> Dude, I was just, I just mashed the thing down. You see the thing going, I was like, all right, all right, let's dial it back a little bit. My legs can't keep up, but I'm juiced still. I'm juiced. Um, But I wanted to get, because you were kind of, I mean, you got caught up with work and stuff today, so we didn't. I didn't really get to hear much of your take on it. How yeah. much of that do you think was, dare I say, necessary? How much of that do you think was unnecessary? Do you think it was warranted? The stare, just the 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 whole situation, because you you obviously go back to game two, uh, the incident from game. Well, I called it incident. Orlando Garcia's comments. After the game in the clubhouse, apparently a reporter, a beat writer, somebody picks it up, I guess, tweets it out or it leaks into an article or something where he was like, ha ha, boy Harper for ending the game with his base running blunder. I'll call it in quotes. I don't think it was a blunder. It was just no. the way the game ended. He's quoted as saying that it, that blows up. Harper shows up the next day in a 
in a Coach Prime shirt. Obviously alluding to the whole they made it personal thing. Mm-hmm. Goes out, does what he does, two jacks, stare down. That Taking all of that into account, how, what are your thoughts on it? Um, <clears throat> Arcia, the quote that I didn't like was the, he wasn't supposed to hear it. Quote. Yeah. Um, that to me is soft. You're going to talk. Talk. You want to say stuff, say stuff, put it out there. Um, shame on whatever media person leaked this i think there's i think there's a there's there's an unwritten rule of media being in the clubhouse when you're not when you just hear something that's not specifically and and i don't know if we know the situation but it didn't seem like a reporter asked arcia a question and he got that quote in return it was just said and i think a reporter in the clubhouse heard it it just sounded like something you overheard him mm-hmm. coming through the doors. Like everybody's kind of like ripping their jerseys off, right. kind of getting ready for yeah. the availability and all that stuff. I didn't. So I'm not I, like, I'm not going to come down too hard on RCF for saying what he said. Um, I'm more disappointed in, in whatever reporter media guy let it out. But at the same time, I'm like a little blessing that it did come out because this moment's cold, dude. I'm going to put this like with the, I'm going to put up there with some cold moments, dude. Like the, the Kobe Bryant, like check to the face, doesn't flinch, doesn't move kind of thing. Um, The AI step over. The AI step over Ty Lue. Like that, I, it goes up there for me. It goes up there and we don't get a ton of these in baseball. No, it's always pitcher hitter thing. There's some retaliation. I love the position player to position player thing. The stare down was fire. You don't, you don't poke the bear, dude. Like you don't, he's a freaking legend. And I'm not going to sit here and do like the Arcia. You're a nobody. Can't, can't talk to Harper kind of thing. I don't, whatever. You're an athlete. You're playing at the same level. You want to talk, you can talk, but. Just be careful. Just be careful because you got the horns, dude. Can we backtrack a little bit? And you may have seen my my text in the fantasy group chat. But I kind of disagree with the whole shame on the reporter thing because the way I see it is it at face value, and clearly it blew up. And Mm -hmm. uh, you can have hindsight, I guess, if you want. But... At face value, to me, that doesn't really seem like something that's that should be considered off limits or or shouldn't be included in a, a quick hitter press release post game or whatever it is. Again, I don't even know who put it out there. It may have not even been a reporter. It may have been a, a freaking clubby mm-hmm. who just wanted to get his numbers up. I don't know. But to me... That comment is so at face value, so inconsequential. So where I'm like, if it did get out, if it didn't get out, so what? Either way, it's not like he's talking about somebody's mother. He's just mm-hmm. like, aha, a boy Harper. I can't even envision a scenario where he said that with any like 
viciousness in his voice. Uh, to me, the way I see it, and you, you and I have been in different like locker room settings over the years. It's like, to me, I, I the way I see it playing out is he just he walks through the doors, taking his uh, like unbutton his jersey, ha ha, at a boy Harper, and that was it. And then somebody reports it. It gets blown way out of proportion. I I want to go on record as saying I think it was blown way out of proportion. But like at the same time, and I've said this before, I'm a sucker for narratives that fuel. And if this is something that Harper needed to kick it up yet another notch, go for it. As long as it's not manufactured like this, he took a quote that was said and ran with it. He didn't make something up that was never said to spark this, this, this little run he went on in game completely game four or game three. This so qualified fuel. Yeah, I can see both sides of it. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm just happy everything played out exactly how again, I'm I don't have a dog in this fight. Like I'm 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 not losing sleep if if the Phillies lose this series. It's it is what it is for me. But I am a sucker for when you challenge a beast and beast shows up. I think, I mean, like what are those, like the Michael Jordan story when he was with the wizards, I don't remember who it was, was talking noise to him. And then Jordan, it's like, he's like 42 years old and he pops off for like 35 in the fourth quarter, like just ends his, ends his career right there. Um, I don't know, man. I I like it. I'm here for it. I got a question. Another one for you. Another tough hitter. And this is, I mean, this is one that it hits close to home for us. Is this Hold on. Pause, new... pause, 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 pause. I hate it when you do that. When no, I'm no. Start my question. You gave me a good idea. I it's it's about your question. We need to do just like at some point this offseason, we need to just do like a full on hard hitters questions episode right. where we just bounce back and forth hard hitters. Cause I love All this. Right. I love right. this. I love the buildup. All right. Speaking of buildup, go ahead. Hard hitter. Is, is this the new Yankees Red Sox? If it is, I'm absolutely here for it. I think it is. I'll tell you that much. I think it is. I need, I need, Seven games of this every October. Yeah. We're in that. We're every like, we're October. In that. This is early 2000s Yankees Red Sox to me. Maybe mid 2000s. I love it, dude. I love it. And the best part about this, and I wish those aforementioned AL East clubs would take a hint. You've been there before. Go back to it. Yeah. Is the Phillies and the Braves have guys on their club that are going to be there for many, many years. So we can look at this situation and say, yes, this can play out as the next Red Sox Yankees because we know that a guy like Harper, a guy like Trey, literally one through nine on the Braves are going to be there. That's exciting. That's good for baseball. I don't need these 
42-year-old rentals playing third and DHing from time to time. Yeah. Give me guys, give me dudes, give me stars that are going to be here and pay them. I'm we're not going down this whole payroll rabbit hole again. No. But I don't if you're a team that's not named the Braves or the Phillies, I don't know how you can't look at what's going on with these two, what's going on with the the attention they're getting with the fan base, with the energy, how I don't know how you can't look at that and go, that's what I want. We need to figure out mm-hmm. who our Yankees or who our Red Sox is going to be, and we need to build up something so we can have this every October and throughout the regular season because you know that this series isn't going to change intensity in the regular season. These guys are going to be going at it. In April, oh, in yeah. June, in that's August, what we want. it's and that's <coughs> what that's what and we want, too, and that's what we're gonna get. Like you were saying, it's two like cores that are gonna go after each other for a while in the prime of their career. And these that's are gonna the be the dream, exactly. And these are gonna be like dudes that are are gonna want it to turn into a Yankees Red Sox. Like these are guys that are gonna want to go at each other's throats. Yeah. I mean, you got Harper over here staring down, for all intents and purposes, a nobody. Like, yeah, sure, all-star rep this year. That's I, I get it. But comparatively, a nobody. It means nothing to me now. And it, True. Yeah, I don't even know why that matters to people anymore. And then you got him hitting the cutthroat, crossing the plate. And that's to Arcia, dude. Like, just wait till Acuna starts chirping Harper. Yeah. Uh, dude. Come on. This is yeah. this Roger is shaping Clemens, up to be something special. Roger Clemens buzzes the tower on Manny, like that kind of thing. I mean, that's that's what we need, baby. That's what we need. You're right. I wish this would have gone. Wish we had seven to work with. Would have been nice. I'm all about it. Uh, but then you got game four. Just a an excellent game of great baseball. Great game. Great game. Castellanos, as I mentioned, back to back. I'm sorry, Blastianos going back to back games with multi. Was it the first time in the postseason, right? Yeah. Ever? Yeah. Back to back multi home run games. Mm -hmm. Guy had a series. Bryce had a series. Trey had. Trey was four for four tonight. Yeah. Not being talked about. I mean that lineup is made a sick and he play had a on, Trey had a bop or two in this series. Like yeah. this lineup is just unreal. JT with a double. Um the uh the game three. I mean, that's what I'm saying, dude. You got like this depth. Depth where everyone showed up, everyone did their thing. The Braves just got quiet, man. They went real, real quiet. And this is not a team where you're used to missing one opportunity like the bases loaded fly out by Acuna to the track. This is not a team that you're used to talking about like, ah, that was our one chance. This is a team that is just built to like give themselves chances inning after inning. And they just, they didn't do it the whole series. This is a a great opportunity to remind people that 
this series right here, not even this series, just this outcome for the Braves goes to show you that at the end of the day, nobody knows what they're talking about because nobody predicted at the halfway mark this year that this Braves team wouldn't even make it to the NLCS. Nobody was saying that. Nope. Nobody was saying that. Nope. And they certainly wasn't, weren't saying that it was going to come at the hands of the Braves or yeah. at the Phillies. Nobody was saying that. So and it just you, goes to show you that anything can happen in October. You can no longer call yourselves or compare yourselves to the 27 or 98 Yankees. Sorry. You lost. Yeah. Nah, you can't be doing that, Brave. Sorry. Look, you guys got your ring. I'll give you that much. Tip of the cap to the 2021 club, but... The 2023 Braves were not the 27 Yankees. Hmm. I hate to say it, but you, that narrative's over. Let's look ahead to 2024. See which next up-and-coming star you're going to lock down for a bag of chips. Yeah. Because 2023 is over. Yeah. Sure they got somebody. Sure they got somebody. So annoying. I love it. We're going to copy and paste, though. They'll be right back. They'll be right back, and I'll be... Probably add a rotation pulling, guy. Uh, I'll be pulling for whoever they're going up against in the postseason. I didn't say that. I uh, didn't say that. I didn't say that. No, but actually. Um, Braves fans, have a nice offseason. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's get to predictions, and we'll get out of here. Okay. Um... ALCS, who takes it? How many games? Gotta love the division matchups. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna say what I want now. I'm not even. I don't care about as being long right. as hey, as long as you qualify. That's uh, as long as people know. That's I'm fine. Just, I'm just gonna say what I want. I want Rangers in six. Give me a good long series, uh, but nothing crazy. Don't need it to go seven. So Rangers and six, that's what I want. MVP for the ALCS, who you got? While you're thinking about that, give me I Jonah even... Heim. Wow. Give me Jonah Heim. I just love how he, I mean, he plays like a freaking stud behind the dish. I would say he's a, I, I mean, he's definitely a top five catcher, possibly a top three catcher in baseball. Just wow. an animal. So give me that because he's got the juice at the plate too. What I, No, what I was going to say is I didn't even mention it, but did you see that moment for, for Nathaniel Lowe after he hit that home run? And just like the sigh of relief he had, that was cool to see. That was cool to see. Yeah, because he had he had been I can't remember what it was. It was it's since got, like it's September a, or something without a home run. I think I saw. It's a lonely feeling when the rest of the boys are bopping and you're yeah. not. So, um, I mean. At, at what point do we learn to just stop? I know. I, I mean, know. I, 
I look, I it doesn't. I don't. I don't get any joy out of this. I know. But that's like, why I said it, I'm going with what I want because I'm not going with with what I think. Well, I mean, if what I want means a repeat of last year just for the revenge narrative, I gotta go Strohs. Because you already know who I'm pulling for out of the National League. So, unfortunately, a Phillies-Rangers World Series doesn't really get it done for me. So, of the two teams that are there, yeah. at least give me, like I said, give me the give me the run it back narrative for uh, late I'm October. I'm so tired of the Astros. I couldn't. I look. Time. I am too. But you only have two options, and like, <laughs> I just I hate to say it, but like at least give me the the repeat because otherwise, Phillies-Rangers that doesn't that doesn't move the needle. So, pains me to say, I'm gonna go. I'll I'll give the Rangers some credit. I'll 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 push it to seven. Good. I'll push it to seven, but I I gotta take the Strohs and MVP. Um, I know it's like a super easy pick, but I just can't. I can't turn my nose at what Corey Seager's doing at the plate right now. Yeah. And it's not even, yeah. it's not even the balls he's putting in play. It's what has how he's seeing it. It's how he's seeing it. You can't like, you just can't. Ah, like there's nothing as a hitter. There's nothing that feels better. And I know it may sound weird to some people, but like, it just feels good to be able mm-hmm. to, get on base via the walk because it tells you that like, it's just like keeping your hot streak going. Yeah. It, it kind of extends that a little bit, extends its life a little bit, but it also just, it, it assures you that what you're seeing is actual is reality. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm seeing the zone. Well, I'm interpreting the zone. Well, and it, for in Corey Seager's case, I'm swinging the bat. Well, so when I finally do get pitched to, I know that I'm going to be able to do damage. So I think he's in a good spot to to keep this thing going. So I've, I'm going to go him MVP. All right. And I've already... Wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Backtrack. I, think, I was going to oh, say, you no, no, took no. the Strohs in seven, right? I took the Strohs. No, I, I wanted... I think my gut initially was that I wanted the... the the Rangers, but then I thought about it. I'm like, I just don't know if that moves the needle for me. Cause you're right. Like I'm tired of the Astros. Mm -hmm. And so I think initially my gut was like, you know, the Rangers would be exciting. So I think in my head, I was thinking I had already picked out Seager. That's fair. That's fair. But I guess if I, Oh golly, dude. Um, Honestly, I could, if this thing goes seven, I could see Verlander. Yeah. I was going to showing up yet again. Yeah. That's fair. Because, I mean, he's he has found his home yet again in that rotation for them. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go for a lander. All right. That was a good catch, though, on Seeker. Yeah. I was like, all that to say, uh, all, the, all of what I just said still holds still up. Like, he's going to have, I think he's going to have a great series. Yeah. Uh, And then Phillies, obviously, I know. MVP. In how many? 
I'm gonna go five. Okay. I'm gonna go five. MVP. Give me Castellanos. Mm. All right. Um, I'm gonna go Phillies in <clears throat> Phillies in six. I'm gonna go both both uh series with six games. Um I think I think if the Phillies pitching manage to work through a Braves lineup as good as the Diamondbacks have been offensively, I I do think that the Phillies can manage the Diamondbacks lineup. So um that's why I'm going with that. Uh Do you think they get, do you think that tacked them though? Like just possibly emotionally, possibly. like that's got to be an emotionally draining series to, yeah. to battle through. True, but I mean, it's it's got to be like the if we just got through them, we can get through these guys. That's what I'm thinking. You know what I mean, if we could do that, we can definitely do this. So, that's my mentality with it. Um, and I I think uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good series though. It's gonna be a good series if you're a baseball fan, just in general. Um. Give me uh give me Schwarber. Give me Schwarber for MVP. Um I need him to wake up and just do Schwarber things. And I can see it. it it only takes one swing for that guy to get rolling again. So yeah. I can see it. <clears throat> well, that'll uh that'll do it for our predictions. We will I don't know when when we'll hear from or when you guys will hear from us. When do these games start up again? Saturday? I would imagine Saturday, Friday, off day. Uh, We're not having to like split them up again, are we? Sunday. Looking at Sunday, only Astros and Rangers. Phil's Diamondbacks don't start till Monday. So maybe, I don't know, maybe Monday night. Tuesday night. I don't know. We'll figure it out, right? We'll, we'll figure do. it out. We always do. Uh, but other than that, that is all I have. You got anything else? Rate, review, subscribe somewhere, somehow, some way. Help us get YouTube uh, cooking up a little bit more. We did not decorate our offices for nothing. It's true. And Kyle puts a lot of thought into what he's wearing for each pot. So I just need you to respect that. I actually do. (laughs) It was a little easy tonight, but Yeah. yeah. I need you guys to respect that. So get that done. Um, That's all I got. That's all I got. Allergies are out and they're real, folks. So keep the Claritin handy. No free ads. Don't go chasing curveballs. We love you all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.